Welcome to the podcast, Just Saying. My name is Joe McCormick. I'm your host. Today, we're going to talk about a culture of long and confusing. If you're new to the podcast, really happy that you're here. If you've been here before, I'm even happier that you're back. Please spread the word. My background is I've written a book called Brief, Make Your Bigger Impact by Saying Less, and I'm the managing director and founder of the Brief Lab, where we help teach professionals how to become clear and concise communicators, how to make their point consistently and confidently. And if you know me, you know that my motivation is singular. I want to make you better. I mean, I've seen time and time again, people just miss the mark when they communicate. They're stuck in places where they work, where they're just like, this is how I'm going to die. This is horrible. Um, Meetings that go on forever. Emails that don't say anything. You don't know what to do. You think it's you, but it's them. And you start blaming people. And it's dysfunctional to no end. It's horrible. And the reason I'm doing this podcast today is because we can often work in a culture and an environment where long and confusing is the norm. And this isn't every organization, but it's certainly a lot, if not many organizations, are like this. It's just this is how it is. I mean, I'm not going to tell you, you know, that it's a lot better. This is just the way we roll around here. And because I do a lot of work in the military, I mean, it's a large organization. I mean, you're talking about hundreds of thousands of people, regiments, institutions, battalions, Doctrine, procedures, I mean, it goes on and on. Corporations aren't that much better, if at all. You know, meetings that have no purpose, people spam, send emails to everybody, copy all, updates where you don't even know what you're hearing and you don't know what to feel and you start getting agitated and frustrated and angry. The impact is enormous when you're in this culture. What do you do? I mean, I think back of conversation ahead. I've had many conversations with people that are just at the moment where they're like, I can't do it anymore. And if you've ever had a conversation with a person like that, it's pretty, it's pretty telling. They're not doing it to make it a, like a make a point or like have an effect or be dramatic. I mean, they're really like, they can't anymore. They're just like at the end of the rope. And when the book came out a few years ago, um, this guy sent me an email he said he'd read the book and he read it again. And I've shared the story a number of times because he was a really remarkable guy. And he's just, he sticks out in my mind as a guy that's just, um, he's a real leader. He just stands for his beliefs and he just knows where the limits are. And he just, he just couldn't do it anymore. So he found the book. I don't know how he found it. And he sends me this email and he tells me in the email, you know, I'm a serial business book reader. I read your book. Then I read it again, and it's really changed how I think about things. And then I immediately responded. I'm like, hey, listen, let's talk on the phone. So I, we, called, we talked on the phone. And it was a great conversation. In fact, it's been a few years since I've talked to him. This is the kind of person that, you know, I would hop on a plane tomorrow and just see him. He's just a great guy. He's just an amazing guy. He's just, he's just such a great person and a great leader. But he got stuck. He was stuck in a moment where he was working at this company and he'd worked his whole career to to get there and only to find out that the culture was just dysfunctional. 
He was stuck in meetings all the time. He was getting updates from his peers. He was in a very senior leadership position. He worked really hard. He was on email 24-7. He was first thing in the morning, last thing at night. He was having it from his spouse. He was on the train. I mean, it was just sucking the life from him. And then when he saw the book, he thought, well, hey, maybe brief could be the answer. So he read it. And he, he told me, he confessed to me, he's like, I, I'm a serial business book reader. I read books for the first 10, 15, 20 pages. And if I don't like them, I put them down. And I read your book and I read it again. And I thought, maybe we could change the culture of this place. You know, what could we do? So I hopped on the phone with him and I said, hey, at the time I was spending most time in Chicago. I'm like, I'll hop on a plane, go to, go to London where he was, and I'll teach your leadership team how to do this. In fact, give me as many people as you can. I'll teach them how to do this. You can teach people how to do this. As long as they're committed, disciplined, you can teach people. Teach people. So he did that, and he flew me to London. It was amazing. They're super receptive. He was incredibly committed. I met with him later in Chicago, did a number of sessions with him in London. He and his team really embraced this. But what really spurned it was just kind of like this moment where the culture is just not working. It's a culture of long and confusing. Like everybody sort of is complicit in this agreement that this is just how it is. We become immune to it really was what the conclusion was. Immune. Like I can't do anything to change this. My meetings will be pointless. My me emails will be constant and sporadic, unintentional, don't know what to do with them. My calls will be nonstop. My conversations will be pointless. My presentations will have no end. My pitches will have no point. I mean, it just, it just lacks, it just lacks purpose. It's just resignation. This is just where I work. It, you, you can't change this. And I'm like, you actually can with a person like him because he's a change agent. He sees it and he reaches rock bottom and he's like, this is not okay. This is, in fact, I'm paraphrasing right now. This is not how I want to live my life. I've aspired my entire career to, to do great things, to lead, to inspire people, to get people to work for a common goal. And man, is this, is this really sucking the life out of me and I'm not going to take it anymore. I'm going to change it. And he did. He pushed back. When, when this was pushing on him, he pushed back. And this culture weighed on him. And he's like, I'm not going to just say it's okay. I'm just not going to give up. So he was a change agent. You know, um, there's a recognition that beyond just being a change agent that this is not going to end on its own. This is not going to go away. You know, there's, if you think about weather, you know, a tornado comes through town, it makes, it wreaks havoc, I get hit, I don't get hit, and then it moves on. Or a hurricane, same thing, or a snowstorm. I mean, weather just kind of moves in, it moves out. And we kind of feel like, well, this is going to change, it'll just kind of like, this is just how it is, but it might get better. It's not going to get better. This will not change on its own. This is where, as they say, where fun goes to die. This is just bad. And it's just like, this is where you're stuck and where you're going to be. And it's not going to change on its own. It doesn't have that much energy to change it. The, the, the amount of like bad habits and 
culture and this is the way we've always done it and the meetings and and the standards that are subpar, it'll make it so that this will never change unless there's a change agent. So it's never going to go away. Um, I think what turns the tide for people is looking at the people that they work with, the time that they spent, the amount of energy they spent and respecting them. Like I got to respect people. This is how they spend their time. They've got to open my emails. They've got to hear my conversations. They've got to be in my conference calls. They've got to be in my meetings. This is, this is, these are people that I'm talking about. Do I respect them? No. Well, yeah, I do actually. I respect them. So I'm going to change. I'm going to find a better way. Okay. I'm going to find a better way. So when you look at this, this is our reality. We've built these cultures of long and confusing, inefficient, wasteful. This is how we talk. And it's the norm. And we don't even know any better in many cases. But we know that, man, it sucks the life of me. I'm in a meeting and I'm like, this is just horrible. Maybe it's an anomaly. Guess what? Tomorrow, same thing. Day after tomorrow, same thing. Emails keep on coming, same thing. Conference calls, same thing. It'll wear a person down. Man, will it wear you down. So this culture becomes institutional in its ability to sort of wear you down and words become wasteful. Conversations and communication becomes just, in essence, realistically, a waste of time. Nothing gets done. I mean, I had a conversation with a woman recently who works in an insurance company and it's like pay talk to talk paid to have meetings, nothing gets done. They still get paid. They still get their annuities. The checks keep coming every month. It doesn't matter. And she's like, the, it was like the abuse and the, and the just mistreatment and just lack of respect for her as a human being. She's like, I had enough. There was a lot of other dimensions to her issues, but essentially it was just sort of like not valuing who she was as a person, respecting her as a person. So she just said, enough. She'd been doing it for a long time, so she knew this is how, how I want to spend the rest of my life. You know, the guy from London was the same way. He's like, enough. Enough of this culture. Let's change the culture, right? You know, we have to develop intentionally the places we want to work, where we value time. Time is precious, right? We're not on this earth forever. We value people's brains, the energy they have to exert in following a train of thought. We want to have places where we work, where we value clarity, where our leaders speak and we get what they're saying, not hope, maybe. Talk about like the podcast I did on like nodding loops that are false, where people are nodding just to like pretend like they're listening. That's hardly real, Right. Places where we work where effort is, is, is exerted, but it, it's seen in return on the effort towards a, an outcome. People get something done. Right? I work an eight-hour day. There's efficiency. I'm finding a better way. So we've got to develop the places where we work where the culture is attuned to that. It's attuned to be efficient. And it's okay for us to say, even though we're not the president or the CEO or the leader, to say, enough. Like, how do we become an advocate of change? Change it. 
change it. Speak up. This is this is not where fun goes to die, where I'm going to just be worn down to the end. No, speak up. This is there's a better way. There's a better way. Well, if you think, I'm gonna sit back after this podcast and you think, well, someday, maybe tomorrow, it'll all get better. It won't. It just won't. Just saying. 